tight. What's up? Welcome back. Snapbacks and Inner Brews, episode 18. That's Austin Share. I'm Hunter Hornstein. This is our podcast. What up, Austin? What's up, Hunter? How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Good. You look good. Thank you. That's so kind of you. you so do you. You. Oh, thanks. I, I'm just wearing a mundane uh, t-shirt. You, on the other hand, are dripping in what I can only describe as a hoodie that trumps all other hoodies. To tell us what that is and where we can get that. Palm Golf. Maybe one of these days the intern will get on the fucking video side. Oh, I cursed again. It's. I mean, it's within a minute every time. It's. Like, you. You just have to stop trying and just embrace it. That was less than a minute, dude. That's mm-hmm. so bad. That's mm-hmm. not good. I need <laughs> to get a hold of myself. Anyway. Um, Palm Golf has these awesome hoodies. I've worn their hats a couple times on the show. It, oh wait, what was I saying? Oh yeah, intern needs to get video up so we yeah. can actually start yeah, yeah, yeah. doing this kind of stuff because oh, I'm just yapping now and nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. Um, but Palm Golf has these awesome hoodies. I wear their hats. It's that it's the golf apparel brand. I wear their gloves, comfiest gloves ever. No free ads, but free ad for Palm <laughs> Golf. They have these hoodies that are. Fuego flames. I don't know. Like, would you call this tie dye? This looks tie dye, but it's not tie dye. It's that's what I. That's what kind of attracted me to it at first. Is it? it it's a. Um, it almost looks like acid washed. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like it's a little bit. It's it's discolored, but it's it's only the. It's like a like a gradient scale of one color rather than like a tie dye of several colors. Maybe I will do a fit check on Ooh. our on the on the inner brews yeah. Uh, yeah on the inner brews Instagram. That's what we should start doing. We should yeah. start doing fit checks using the stories feature for that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, where are in that it's navy. The distressed uh, acid wash, I guess, is what you called it. Is yeah. is the white? Um, it's got a, the little patch symbol here in the in the chest area, um, and it's it's very comfy. But thank you, I appreciate you saying that. I look good. Somebody saying, somebody saying it. It's fresh to death, like for real, for real, for real, fresh to death. Always appreciate you, sir. Um, Snapbacks and Interbrews, this is our podcast. If you are a new listener, welcome to the Snapbackers fam. If you are an old listener, welcome back. Thank you for the support. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're available. This is episode 18 of those episodes. We're also on Twitter at Pod, on Instagram at Pod, and we have our own playlist where you can drop your bangers of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Spotify, the OSS, the Oh Shit Songs playlist. Shout out Sam Connell, longtime listener. Uh, and we're talking a little bit of music tonight. Today. Yeah, we are. Whenever you're listening to this, I don't know when somebody's listening to this, but we're we're talking music today. Yeah, yeah, and it's a it's a, a wonderful time uh, to not be lame. And what I mean by that is it's a wonderful time to be a Spotify user um, and not an Apple Music user. And I know we've talked about it before. And I know we're probably alienating some folks, but what I can say is do better. If you don't want to be alienated, do better. And that's that. 
Oh, man. Uh, yeah, we will be talking about Spotify Wrapped, as you could probably tell by the title of this episode. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what you got for me, Austin? Well, I, before we dive into that, and I know that this is probably a sore subject, but I don't really care. Um, because I'm already coming out swinging in this episode, apparently. I've called out Apple Music listeners, and now I'm going to call uh, you out. Uh, not really call you out, but I have a question. Recently on the Twitter machine, you told a story about throwing your keys into a trash compactor. And the circumstance behind the throwing of the keys into the trash compactor is a little bit dubious, I'll say. So even if even if the keys were in the hand that the trash bag was in, did you not just key? To, I, my question is, what the fuck happened? That's my question. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I thought I I thought I might have explained it well on on the old bird app. Uh, <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, you know recently I had a little bit of a mishap. Um, if you don't follow me on Twitter, it's up there still. Um, yeah, I had a little bit of a mishap. All right, so this is what happened. I had a bag of trash ready to go, like uh-huh. outside my door, like reminding me, grab it before you go to work. And so I picked it up, <laughs> and I was listening to music. I had my AirPods in, and I was listening to music because uh, I listen to music when I get ready in the morning, just kind of get my day going. And I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember the series of events. So I had my I had like half of myself ready to go. So like I had my wallet in my back pocket. I had my phone obviously. I had the music. But for whatever reason I didn't Oh, maybe because I didn't have my house keys. Maybe because I had left them in the apartment still. So I didn't lock the door, but I still had my 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 car keys and I had my car keys on my left hand and on my left uh pointer finger. So on the ring, like the ring of the keys and if you and I don't know, I was just about to say if you've never seen my car keys, I don't know why anyone would fucking ever see my car keys. Um, <laughs> that's just a weird thing to 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 say. Anyway, I'm not. God, that's narcissistic. <laughs> How vain is that? Obviously, everybody has seen my car keys. Yeah, if if you haven't, shut, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Hornstein. <laughs> um, so I, I, it's 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 just the key. It's the key. The the remote thing. The fob thing. Yeah, the fob and um, and the ring. That's literally all it is. I know it's not great, but that's all it is. And so I had it on my pointer finger, the ring, and I had that on my left hand. And so I, I get the bag. Bag needs to be tied. So I tied the bag with the ring with the with the keys still on my ring finger, tying tying the bag with my other with my other fingers, with my other four fingers and my 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 right hand. So that was mistake number one, right? Like that was dumb. Yeah. Take the keys off, put it in my pocket. Yeah. Didn't do that. After I finished tying it, to my recollection, it's been a couple days, but to my recollection, the key was still on my ring finger. Or not my ring finger, my pointer finger. But I grabbed the bag then with that same hand, with my left hand, pulled out my phone, and I start scrolling Twitter, and I'm walking over to the dumpster, this trash compactor, big dumpster thing in our unit. Okay, so that's this when was- I... This is part of the issue that was not explained in tw- on on Twitter. 
you you didn't walk the 20 feet from the apartment door to the dumpster without starting to scroll Twitter. That was what that's ultimately what led to one hand, two things. Right. I've got the bag in my left hand. <laughs> Keys, to my knowledge, still on my on my ring finger or my, my pointer finger. Right. Holding both in, in basically one fist. And then I've got my right hand and my head buried in my fucking phone because that's just who I am as a person scrolling yeah. Twitter, listening to music. And that's when I fired off that tweet that said, what are y'all listening to today? Trying to engage on social media, trying to be social on social media, because I listen, I'm listening to music. I'm starting my day. Like I'm curious, what are people listening to? I don't know. I, I like, I, I give a shit about that stuff. And so I'm just, I fire off that tweet and I'm still just scrolling and I get to the compactor and I just yeet the trash into the compactor. Uh-huh. Not even thinking. I don't, I'm not even sure that I looked up from my phone. Now, this that's bad. I'm on oh. the I hand up, hand up, addicted to my phone. But people who know me know that. Right? And yeah. and maybe I wasn't just all the way on Twitter. Maybe I'm going through emails seeing what's starting to come in or whatnot. Grant, it's like, I don't know, a little bit after nine, like I'm taking my time getting to the to, to the office. So I yeet the trash bag into the trash compactor. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I start walking back as I'm walking back. I realize, Oh, I don't have my house keys on me. So I, I got to go back and grab them so I can lock up. And then I'm, and then I'm going to leave. So I get back into the apartment, grab my house keys, look down at the space where my keys, my wallet, my glass sunglasses are usually grab the sunglasses and then realize like, Oh, there's one thing missing. I don't have my car keys. And I'm checking my pockets because I have my phone, I have my wallet, like I, I'm, I'm ready to go. And I just don't see my keys. No big deal. I look on the, di- the counter, no, no keys. Okay, maybe they're on the, uh, maybe on the coffee table in the living room. Nope, no <laughs> keys. And I'm kind of looking around. I'm thinking like, I'm like, where did I leave them? And I, and I'm, I go to check the pants that I wore uh, the day before, realizing, nope, I'm still wearing the same pair of jeans. So no, obviously, they're not there. They're not in the jackets that I, that I wore yesterday. So I'm like, where the hell are my keys? And then you know when you get that feeling of in, like that intuitional feeling? I don't know if that's a word, but you know that yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. of yeah. Where, where you kind of go, uh-oh, like – uh oh. Yeah, your stomach your stomach kind of feels that the like a like you're at the top of a roller coaster that you know just kind of that Something, split second. Something's amiss. Yeah. And then it started to creep in my head where I was like, did I grab my car keys as I took the trash out? Because maybe I made the mistake. Did I grab my car keys and not my house keys? Or I don't. Or I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Again, distracted. I was fucking distracted. And so then I go outside and I'm looking around the porch and I'm like, ah, I didn't drop them. I go to the car thinking maybe they're in the car. I don't know. And then I realized like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And, and then I go back inside one more time. <laughs> Just to add insult to injury at this point. It's like that thing where like when you're hungry and you open up the refrigerator wanting some food and like five minutes later you open it up again and somehow like you're going to fucking magically have food in the like, like, yeah, like pizza is going to show up in there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I go back in, I don't see it. And that's when it kind of struck and I was like, oh my God, 
I think they're in the trash compactor. I think they're in the fucking garbage. And so I go back over to the garbage thing because in my head, I'm like, well, like, I got to go get them. I need my key. I can't go to what am I going to do? Yeah. And so I look into the compactor. Mind you, like this is a dumpster compactor. Like I don't know if people realize these things. Like they have signs on them that say you will die if you get in if you get stuck in one. Like, like, and they're just gigantic things. Like they're just dumping grounds. Any uh, avid watcher of The Office knows that Daryl spent time trying to explain the severity of playing with the trash compactor, and Dwight decides to put his head inside. And, you know, there are like three or four people a year that die inside trash compactors or something like that. So, yeah, these are this is not a toy. It's, it's not, not a, toy. a toy. No, it's not a toy. And then I looked in and like it's a it's a fucking mess. I think I tweeted it like people are animals. They don't tie their bags. They just throw them. So, like, there's all sorts of shit in there, bro. <laughs> there's dog crap. There's human crap. Oh. There's old food there's like liquids of all sorts of kind there's like broken glass like there's just fucked up shit in there and so i'm like well i'm not going in there and also i I didn't know like maybe did i did it just so it must have just flung off my my finger so it's not like it's in my bag of trash like it's not like i could grab my bag pull it out and then do it like i have no problem going through my own trash yeah um like it's a key and it's just literally the key in this fucking thing. And so I'm like, Oh my God. So I send off that text to, to everybody at work. And I'm like, y'all, I'm going to be late. I don't like, I, I think I threw my key away. (laughs) And so then I call, I call the Jeep dealership to find out, um, what I need to do. And they're like, Oh yeah, no worries. We can get you a new key. No big deal. Let me check if we have them here. Brief hold, perfect. We have them here. No big deal. All right, wait, just, real quick, real quick. What was the verification process? Because if I could just call a Jeep dealership and be like, hey, I lost my key to my brand new Wrangler that's parked in my apartment complex parking lot. Like what? Here's, okay, so here's the thing. So they, after hold, they're like, yeah, we got it verified. What'd you say it was? Oh, Jeep Compass, you're good to go. It's like, Perfect. Awesome. What do I do? And they're like, okay, all you got to do, just bring the car over here so we can program it and check the VIN number and you're set. Huh? Uh, uh, I got to get the car there. Yeah. Just get it towed. Fuck. All right. Well, this just became more than like, oh, I'm going to be a little late. And so it's like, all right, it makes sense. They got to get the car over there. I don't know how I'm going to get the car over there. And they go, well, let's, uh, we, I was like, okay, do you, uh, do you have a service that does that? Like, do you work with somebody? And they're like, yeah, yeah, here's the number. So I called them. Uh, and they were like, yeah, we can do it like in the next 20 minutes. If you'd like, I was like, perfect. Love it. $128 for the tow, $128 for the tow. And I was like, nah, lady, I like, I'm sorry. I'm calling AAA because I know I get a free tow with yeah. AAA. Like, yeah. like, thank you, but no thanks. And she's like, okay, like we just, we have time in the next 30 minutes. And I'm like, I get that. Like, I get you have time, but like, nah, 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 nah. So, uh, thank you, but no, thank you. Call AAA. Uh, they're like, yep, we can be there within the hour. Okay. So now I've been pushed up an hour. No big deal. An hour is really quick. If you think about it. Yeah. Guy comes out. 
he did not know what he was coming out for. So when he got here, he asked for the key. Oh. Because he thought it was just a regular toe. And I had to explain to him, I don't have the key. And he goes, well, what do you mean? I said, well, the key's in the fucking dumpster. And he goes, do you have a spare? I said, no. If I had a spare, when we would have this conversation. And so he goes, well, I can't, I can't get your car up. Like, I, 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 I can't do that. Like, like without, oh, yeah, you have to, you have to like hitch and, and yeah. neutral and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. You can't get into the car, which makes total sense. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. Well now what's our, what's the plan? He goes, well, I got to get a dolly truck. I was like, oh. okay, you're not the dolly truck though. He's like, no, I, let me call it in and find out where they are. Like we don't have many. And if it's a busy <laughs> day, like it might be all day. I was like fucking wonderful. And so. He calls the dolly truck and he goes, it'll be about an hour. I was like, okay, fair. I can do an hour. So we're that's, pushing another hour. That's fine. Another hour. Okay. Uh, dolly truck ends up coming. <laughs> dolly truck ends up coming. This is an elaborate process, by the way. Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't way, sound simple. Way too elaborate for just something as dumb as, like, just don't put the key on your finger. Yeah. Like, put the key That's, in that's your what pocket. I started this with, yeah, if, if we call back. Yeah. Don't put the like put the key in your pocket. Keep the key at home. Put the key in the car. What are you doing? You dumb idiot, Hornstein. I was I was I could not stop being like you're just a dummy. You big big dummy. And and so and so we finally get the thing up. The car finally gets up. Um I had to borrow Ryan Canella's car. <laughs> to get to the fucking dealer uh, Jeep dealership, uh, it cost me 120 bucks to get a new key and a key fob. Uh, it, they programmed. It took them 30 minutes to program, so I just hung out in the waiting room uh, watching old westerns on this super old <laughs> television network, whatever. But it's like old westerns, John Wayne. Yeah, TCM. Something. I think it might have been TCM. Yeah. So old John Wayne westerns or whatever. Um, I got a freaking guy, this old guy who's passed out in front of me on the other side of the, he's been waiting. I don't know how long, but he's asleep. He's a, he's like mouth open, like <laughs> head, head back. I'm staring right up the guy's nostrils. Um, and then they finally, and then they got me my car, but like, so I was back, I got, I was back at work at like one thirty. <laughs> um, God. but it was just a, like, I could like, just put the key in your pocket was there anything else like did do you keep anything else on that key or was it just your car key like do you have an apartment key on there or just no 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 so i keep i keep i do that intentionally i keep my apartment keys uh i have a key for my mom's house uh and i have uh i think my first dog liza her dog tags are on this other uh, other of this other lanyard that i have gotcha um and that's all separate because like so sometimes good. I don't, sometimes I don't drive. So yeah. I just have my, you know, uh, so I keep that separate, but yeah, like it was just one of those things where it was like you big, dumb idiot. Like you may like, there's no reason, there's no reason for that. Like figure it out. And, and so, Oh, here's, and okay. To put a cap on all of this. Also, you know, you know, me as a person mm-hmm. where like I have, I'm not blaming anxiety on it, but part of that is like when I have too much shit going on in my head, like I have to get that shit out or it will drive me 
literally insane. I yeah. will lose my fucking mind and I'll freak out. So I'm just in my apartment pacing because like I'm waiting for all this shit to happen. Yeah. And so I'm tweeting. So I'm firing off this thread. At yeah. Like, obviously I'm going to fucking tweet, like whatever. And so like after like three or four tweets where it's like, talking to me about dumpster diving and how much of a stupid idiot I am. Like I finally send out this tweet where I'm, I basically say like, man, these new followers that I got, and I gotten a few over the last week or so, uh, cause I participated in some like, um, some like chats and stuff like that. And just yeah. kind of branching out, you know, a personal branding, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm getting people who are actual adults like actual professional adults that are using Twitter for actual adult professional reasons. And I'm thinking, first of all, these, there's no such thing. <laughs> these people that followed me are, must be thinking, who the fuck is this guy? What is, what is going on? What is happening over there? This guy is a zoo. And like, I felt bad. And I, I even set something out where I was like, I, I promise I do tweet relative, relative things sometimes, you have to understand that I have to get this out of my head and I'm by myself in my apartment. And like, it, this is my defense mechanism. Like I make jokes out of things. I goof off because I, if I don't, my anxiety makes me feel like I can't breathe. <laughs> like, so I have, like, I'm sorry. I lost a fucking follower. <laughs> wow. I lost followers wow. from that thread. And like, I don't care. I really, I don't give a shit. But like, <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny uh, that I lost, <laughs> I lost people on that even after I tried to apologize, which I don't know why I'm apologizing for. Yeah, there's it my, Like it was my dumb, dumb head for that. Yeah. But anyway, that's the, that's the key. God, oh. that, that's the key ring story and the fucking car keys. Yeah. Oh, just like, and I like, I, I, I wasn't mad. I wasn't overly frustrated. You know me. I sometimes get really angry. Like it never got to that point. Like I, it was just like, it was a real life SMH, yeah. real life SMH. Yeah. As it's funny that you say that actually, because SMH started as real life, um, and then was transformed into a, uh, into a, a, an internet, uh, abbreviation, but that's, I, I'm almost sorry I asked because it, it made me feel worse about it than when I was just reading the tweets. But it, it was, it was, uh, it, <laughs> it was so, uh, I, yeah. I mean, that's a, uh, I mean, it's a rough way to start a whatever day of the week it is right now. I can't really remember, but, um, yeah, yikes. Uh, well, it's over now. Um, it is. I have a key now to yeah, my car. Yeah. I can drive my car. And and I guess we just have to hope that uh, nobody that lives in your apartment complex is listening to this or follows you on Twitter and that they did get brave enough to dumpster dive for your key because then your car just might go missing one day. And uh, that would be the topper. Yeah. That actually that. So that would be like, I, I, OK, it would be funny. Like it would be funny. There's a degree of that, that that I find humor in, but I think I'd be more pissed because my golf clubs are in the back of my car right now. Ooh. And Ooh. if if that got jacked, like that's all I've got. That's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a rough one. That would be a rough one. Oh. Well, you did it. You made it through, and here we are. Here we are, better and brighter for it, or something. I don't know. People say that, so I don't know. Um. 
anyway, okay. Fun, <laughs> but okay. So fun little unintentional segue. Oh, segue. Uh, so I was listening to music though, uh-huh. which is the reason why all this happened. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. I was distracted. I was listening to music. I sent off a stupid tweet trying to engage with people, trying to have some conversation at nine in the morning. And, uh, and it turned into, and turned into this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but music and, and I, we want to talk about it because I, I am <laughs> now I'm really getting frustrated because, <laughs> because I love music so much. I also feel like it somewhat betrayed me a little bit. It, but did. it did. It distracted you. What I was listening to was my Spotify rap. Yes. Which again, if you're not on Spotify, you don't get Spotify rap. And I always kind of wonder if you're an Apple music person, I'm wondering, do you guys get something like that? Like, do you get, do you get that? Or do you get something different? Or do you just watch us have fun with our Spotify rap and answer that if you can. There, there is, there is, it's, um, it's not as, uh, straightforward. Like you don't get like the alert and it's not, uh, as cumulative and that they don't give you like the playlist, but yeah, they, they, uh, there is, is data for you to go back and look at like what was your most played song and most played artist and, and those kinds of things, but it's not as, uh, fun or accessible. And again, I, I'm, I, I want to give props to Apple Music for at least having that functionality, but also I do want to make it very clear that I'm making fun of people that don't use Spotify. So just like there, there's the duality of this conversation that I just want to get very clear. Uh. <laughs> and I like Spotify, like maybe nothing against Apple, like to your degree, but like I think Spotify has done a great job of creating this. Like it's it's community, it's personable, and it's also shareable. Like you can mm-hmm. share that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick and tired of people hating on people sharing their Spotify raps. Don't hate on that. You're a loser if you hate on that. That's 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 not cool. Don't judge. That's not cool. Let people enjoy things. And I, for one, love seeing what people listen to. And like, maybe I agree with your music taste. Maybe I don't. And that agrees a, a bad term. Maybe I like your music taste. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's not something I necessarily would listen to. But I like knowing what people jives with. And it's a part of the reason why I really love the Oh Shit Songs playlist. It's basically Spotify, like it's Spotify rap. And we talked about it in the last episode that on the podcast side of things, we were on people's top fives or whatever. And that's really cool. But also it just helps you learn about other stuff, which is cool. I don't get why people hate on Spotify raps. Well, I have, I mean, if again, there's, there's both sides to every discussion and I just want to, I just want to play a little bit of devil's advocate for a second. I have two problems. One, um, people thinking that they are in some way, shape or form superior because they're within, you know, the top 0.05% of listeners to some artist. I don't give a fuck. So like the same thing, like, yeah, congratulations. But you know, like, so you like a musician. Great. Good for you. That's fantastic. I'm cool with seeing it, but also do you want a trophy? Like, I, do you want me to print out that screenshot 
and frame it and give it to you for Christmas? Like, is that going to make you feel better? Like that, that you were within the top 0.5% of listeners of Taylor Swift last year. Like, so that's my, that's my one. That's one. Okay. Two, that's fair. That's two fair. the way that I listen to music is apparently unique. I didn't realize this, but like I, most of the time compile different playlists for things And if I like a song, then it's on multiple playlists. But like I have a driving playlist. I have a running playlist. I have a lifting playlist. I have a shower playlist. And there are some songs that kind of just fit the mood for all of those. So like my top five, which I'm sure we'll get to, it's they weren't my favorite five songs of the year. They weren't the best five songs of the year. They just so happened to be the ones that had a, you know, a BPM and tempo and baseline that kind of fit the need for all of these different playlists. So like, I don't even know how to pronounce the name of the artist who was my number one played song. I don't know any other songs by them. I'm not some stand for them, but it was on my running playlist. It was on my lifting playlist. It was on my shower playlist. It was on my feels good man playlist, which is like my serotonin bumping playlist. So it would just so happen to be number one. So I've seen a lot of people like post theirs and then like scribble over a couple and then say like, LOL, some of these are too embarrassing to post. Like, no, they're not, man. Like you listen to music differently than like, that's, it's cool. Like, so, you know, share your shit. I don't care. But like, you know, for me, I, I don't like, I, I don't know. I feel like there, there are better songs to define my year than what showed up on my top five. Although it is interesting data, right? Like it's fun to go back and analyze like, Oh my God, how did I spend, you know, 18 hours? hours listening to this one song like that's almost a whole fucking day what was i doing where i felt the need to listen to this song that many times um so those are my two things like share it because it's cool and it is fun to see what other people are listening to and sometimes you might be loosely affiliated with somebody like you you could be an acquaintance and then you realize like oh my god like four of their five top artists are four of my five top artists we should probably be friends more than just, you know, occasionally liking each other's posts. Like that's, that's a cool thing. Um, but I do hate, I hate the judgment that's associated, like the people feeling the need to cross out songs or artists. Um, and then people feeling like they're superior because they listen to somebody or a certain song more than other people. Like, again, congratulations. I, I, that that's, that's my biggest complaint. That's fair. And that's fair. I, I get I get that part of it. I think for me, it's a lot of it is uh, just really excited to um, to see what what people I guess uh, connect with. Like for me, I think music is very. I see it at, at, like for me, it's a much different than uh, like I'm going to use this to go running. Like I I may listen to it to go running, but like. By and large, the majority of what I listen to has a deeper connection. Not all. Yeah, yeah. Not all. There's yeah. there's some bops that like just they just make me feel good. I like them. But there's definitely some songs, and I think my top five reflects that. Do you want to go into um, it? Sure. Let's do that. Are, are are we doing songs first? Uh yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and do that. We'll go songs. Um, all right. So top. Hold on, I gotta get back into yeah, my go? my wrapped. Also, just the way Spotify kind of packages it for you is um is pretty awesome. 
I, I, I like that. Who the fuck um, followed my. Somebody followed somebody you. Somebody followed my top songs for 2020. How do I find out who? Uh, I think you can just click it. Huh. Oh, is it me? <laughs> is, is everybody? Is everybody, is everybody their own follower on their top? Play- <laughs> that's pretty tight. Credit uh, credit to Spotify for yeah, giving ourselves funny. Yeah. an inflated sense of self worth. A little pat on the back there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good job. Good job. You like your own stuff. You did Very good, good job. You did good this year. <laughs> you did real good, kid. Um, all right. Let's go. Uh, so here we go. Uh, my top songs. Uh, Again, majority of these these things have some sort of a personal meaning to me. Um, <laughs> number five was Hotel Key, Old Dominion. Yo, great song. Oh my God, it's a great song. I'm not even a big country guy. That's a great song. It's a fantastic song. Now, there's a funny story behind it. The reason why I listen to it so often was because I was seeing a lady friend last year. Um, and... Uh, Talked kind of long distancey, I guess, uh-huh. a couple months. Uh, she lived here for a little bit, moved down uh, to Florida. Um, I used to live saw, there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> we uh, we saw each other uh, here a little bit, and then um, I made a trip down to Florida to go visit her last year and spend a weekend down there. And we were driving into Orlando, and this song was on, and she was singing it. Like actually just singing it. Now I don't know about you, but like when you're singing in front of somebody, like that's kind of a big like that's a big deal, a little bit. Like okay. cause it's it's a little, you know, you're singing. Like that's a little bit of a uh vulnerable. Little, little yeah, exactly. Um, but she was singing it and I was I like mentioned, I was like, Oh, I I love this song. This is a great song. And like that's we just got kinda of, that was another piece of the bonding. Uh-huh. Another piece of the bonding. Uh-huh. And so now every time I hear that song, I just associate myself with that trip and that memory yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um Fun. we are no longer <laughs> we're no longer talking. <laughs> we're no longer talking. But without fail, when I hear that song, the first thing I think of is her. And that, um, and that memory. And that memory to a degree, but like also like it was just, it's a really good song and I like it a lot and it's a feel good song. So I wasn't shocked that it was in the top five, but kind of like when I saw it, it was like, Oh, Oh yeah. Um, and I kind of remember that, that, that piece, especially because it was last year and not in 2020. It's like, this was a 2019 song that I listened to a lot. But but it's ironic though. Cause it says, uh, isn't the chorus like she, it makes her think of me. So that's a little funny it, that it makes you think yeah, of her. The lyrics, yeah. the lyrics kind of tell a little bit of a story. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. But, but very good time. Great song. Uh, good, great good, good, good fifth on on your list. That's that's. Yeah. I'm proud of you for that one. That's good. Um, now we're gonna get some sad shit. Okay. Um. So number four is uh, Moon Slash Sun by Trevor Hall, which if you have not listened to Trevor Hall, um. Please do so. Trevor Hall is an amazing artist. Um, but this song is called Moon and literally slash sun, moon and sun. Um, and this song is about, uh, it's about the love you have for your family and how that love is essentially infinite. It never dies. Just because someone is gone does not mean that that love 
ends. Nothing can break that love. Nothing can break that bond, right? There's a great line um, in that song that says, uh, between the moon and sun, this life is never done, huh. right? Life, life kind of meaning like the life between what, what you got going on mm-hmm. with your family. Um, coincidentally enough, this is my next tattoo, uh, I think I've talked to you about it. Yeah. Where I'd like to get some sort of infinity sign with uh, a moon and a sun in in the two circles yep. uh, to represent that line in particular. Yep. Um, and uh, and and also just Trevor Hall is such an incredible artist that it's just it, it it's it's a catchy song as well. But um, you know it's a little indie, but it's 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 great. And I listen to this a lot this year. Um. Uh. When my shit, I'm sorry. Um, when my aunt died, it was uh, it was like a week later after Charles died. Mm-hmm. Maybe two. And when I went home, I really leaned on that song. Mm-hmm. kind of get me through all of that mm-hmm. um fuck i'm really sorry good, um dude. because it was kind of like that just a one-two punch that i had there mm-hmm. for a little bit and i remember sharing that song with my mom I haven't seen, I don't see my mom cry a lot. She's very strong. Mm-hmm. But I could tell that she was pretty, she's pretty torn up. She lost her sister. And I told my mom about that song. I told her about that line and what it stood for and what it means. And there was a little bit of comfort there. And, uh, you know, when you, uh, like when you see your parent kind of going through that and you know, there's really nothing you can do because like, like her relationship with her sister just, it's just different than what my relationship with my aunt was. Um, but it was one of those songs that just, it, I kind of got, I got peaceful with mm-hmm. and it, um, it really, it really, really helped me. And there's a reason why I'm going to get that tattooed on my arm. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why, um, I listened to it so much and uh, it just, man, fuck. I'm so I'm sorry. Fucking well, crying on, on this I'm gonna, thing. I'm going I'm to stop you real quick. First of all, I think that story uh, kind of immediately contradicts you saying that there's nothing you could do because very clearly, like this is the, this is the beautiful thing about art is that it does mean more than whatever's on the surface. So because that song affected you in that way and that you were able to share that with your mom in that time, like that in itself was doing something. Then also very clearly you being there was something. So I can't let you sit there and say that you, there's nothing you could do because I'm going to, tell your, I mean, 
you did two big things right there, and I guarantee you that there's a million more that you may never recognize, but that she fucking felt. So I appreciate that, and and I and I, and I listen to it a lot too. Um, and my number one song is one that I listen to a lot as well. Um, but when when Charles died, um, because I think you know, yeah, the song's about family, and uh, I've made no bones about it. Like people that know me know that that was that was my guy, right? Like that was, and anybody that has a pet knows that. And uh, over the last few months, it's just been so fucking tough, man. Because I just I miss him so fucking much, mm-hmm. and it's really like everybody says it. Everybody says like, you know, it gets better with time. Like it never goes away, but it gets better with time. And and you just hold on to the memories that you have. And yeah, that's all good and well, but like I find myself really just want wanting either to hold him. And I think a lot of that has to do with because I can't be at home and fuck man. Why? Like I was just yelling earlier in this episode. Why am I crying? Um, wait, what, what is it? What, what, what's your number one? We'll circle back to three and two. What's your number one? Number one is, um, so it is a, excuse me. God damn. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to get, Get some tears out of my fucking eyes here. <laughs> I guess that's what I need to do. I need to start cursing again. I was gonna I say, stop. even even in this moment, you can't avoid dropping the fucking. But yeah. damn it. Um. Oh fuck. I'm so whoever's people that are listening to this are like, what just happened? I'm so sorry. No, I'm I mean, so sorry. Dude, in terms of we anticipation, just went, uh, we just went uncharted territory. Yeah, but there's there's never been. There's never been, I mean, like in in a sales perspective that people are on the edge of their seats now waiting for what the song is. Like what, what is, what is the song? What is the song Um, that did it? So it's, it's, uh, so obviously moon, moon and sun was one of them. Uh And, uh, um, fuck, I can't wait this here in this back is going to be awful. Cause like, don't even edit it. Nothing needs to be cut. Um, so you know that song that was on TikTok? It's Coffee for Your Head. It's a yeah. very it is a very sad, yeah. melancholy type of song. There is a there's a cover of that song done by This Wildlife. And huh. it is straight acoustic. And the voice on this cover is it, it it's it is beautiful. I, I don't think there's a, any other way to, to describe it other than it's beautiful. And, you know, I don't, I don't know why, maybe because obviously like the song in itself is somewhat of a sad song, or I guess like it's got a little bit, like it just evokes emotion, but something about the stripped down acoustic version of it. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why, but I just listened to that so much. And I listened to it in the days leading up, um, with Charles, because, you know, obviously, you know, he, he was having, he was having a lot of issues. And then there was times when he'd kind of get on the rebound and, and then it just, all of a sudden it was over. And, uh, and I guess to circle all this back is like, it it was music that really kind of helped me get through this stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and I get it. Like, uh, like we make the joke, like sad boy summer, sad boy music or whatever. But like, 
a lot of that helped get a lot of shit out mm-hmm. that I don't think I would have gotten out by myself. And clearly I fucking suppressed a ton because I almost just started bawling on this fucking episode here. Um, but Coffee for Your Head was number one in, that, in this wildlife. And then Moon and Sun being number four, two of those being in that top five, which which will remind me forever, mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe this is why I have the perspective on 2020 the way I do. You know, no matter what has gone wrong, it really cannot get worse than what happened in those yep. the span of those two weeks. Yep. Um, and and I don't mean that to disparage anybody else's hardships. I don't mean to say like, oh, I, dude, I've had it worse. Don't I don't to, mean that at you don't all. Have to qualify that statement, dude, you, yeah. you really don't. What and and my point is basically like for me, my perspective on things has, has changed so dramatically um, because of those two things. But what helped me get to that point is music. Mm-hmm. And I've never really felt that way about stuff before um, and about music. I've always loved music, but but something about this year and, and those two songs in particular really pushed me forward and, and, and helped me get through a lot of shit and is continually helping me get through some shit. Now, <laughs> two and three, and then I'll give it over to you. Two and three are much better tone. Let's get back up. All right, folks, stop crying at home. Stop feeling sorry for me. Stop grabbing the tissues. We're fucking getting back on this track. I'm getting angry and and getting louder because I don't want to keep crying. Yeah, just, just drop a couple fucks and you're in your back. Yeah, fuck. yeah. Um, number three, you'll you'll get a kick out of this. Number three is like my nose is fucking running. Um, social drinker huh. by Ballyhoo. Okay. If you have not listened to Social Drinker. Go listen to it right now. I'm gonna fucking listen to it as soon as this we're, this episode's over, uh, because this song this song is such a feel good song. It is such a I'm getting fucked up song. Like it's a song you can listen to at the bar. It's on the oh shit songs playlist. Yep. It's a song you can listen to the bar. You can listen to it on the golf course. You can listen to it uh, at home. You can listen to it on the beach. You can listen to it anywhere. It is just a good song. And if you like having a good time, you like drinking, you like hanging out, you like just vibing, bopping with the boys as awesome. Would say yep. social drinker was number three, and number two, uh, number two, Mr. Brightside, wow. the killers, because the OG feel good song. Oh, every there was wow. a time when every Friday I would listen, I still like I've missed a couple of Fridays, but every Friday on the on the ride home and in, into work, or on the ride home into work, on the ride into work, Mr. Brightside, uh, I don't care if it's basic. That song is fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Well, we just went on a fucking roller coaster right there, Austin. Yeah, mine are fucking. I'm so I'm so sorry. I just cried. Like, dude, don't be you. Like, you're you were my therapist there for like a hot twenty minutes. (laughs) Well, but that's the but that's the thing is that like it's very clear that those songs were therapeutic. Like that's the that's the beautiful thing about music, dude. Like for real. Like every song means something different to some people, to every person, you know, like, yeah, I mean, my list is really, it's just complete horseshit. Um, no, it's not. Well, so now, well, I mean, okay, I'm not going to not do it because that's the subject of the episode, but it really is. It's kind of disappointing. And I will say I went to the whole, my top songs, 2020, and it's weird that I actually connect more to six through 10 than one through five for the reason that I mentioned earlier is one through five were because they were on so many playlists where six through 10 
I feel like we're a, we're a better description of the year, which is interesting. But let's see here. So one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so five is uh, Through the Night by Jack Harlow and Bryson Tiller. Um, and it's for nothing else besides the production. It's just next level for me. It's just like it, it's a sample of a see it's that that sample so uh and it's and it slaps like the 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 drum line is great um and that was the song that i was introduced to jack harlow on actually interestingly enough so i mean there's no story behind it it was just good uh four four is uh still be friends by g easy uh tory lanes and tyga which is interesting because I actually can't fucking stand Jeezy. I can't stand really, him. but this was it was another one that was it was on several playlists, like all of the workout related playlists because it thumps. Um, and I do uh, actually, yeah, it is. It's a little bit. It's a little bit. A little bit lyrically connecting. The chorus is, "Can we fucking still be friends?" Though, um, <laughs> take from that what you will. So that was number four. <laughs> Ooh. I'm not talking about you, by the way. I, just to clear that up and get out that because no, I don't know, I, it's not me and you that I'm that we're talking about here. But I, I, <laughs> I, I have my inklings. So, <laughs> uh, number three, uh, I became a big country guy this this year. Not big country guy. It was my fifth of five Hell yeah. genres. Hell yeah, uh, but still counts. Still counts. Uh, Hard to forget by Sam Hunt, which Ooh. again, like when I heard it. Uh, like the production got me. I was like, this is a country song that has a, like a trap inspired beat that together, like a country lyrics and his, and his voice and this trap beat has produced this perfect pop song that I think it charted. I'm not really sure, but it was a good song to me. And it was on a couple playlists. So hard to forget by Sam Hunt was number three. Uh, number two is the quintessential running song for me. Like if I could listen to it like on repeat for a whole run, like I might is, uh, the rehab remix to drunk me by Mitchell Tenpenny. So again, a country song, but it's an EDM remix. Rehab is my boy. Mitchell Tenpenny is my boy. Mitchell Tenpenny and I could be twins. He also has the best sneaker collection of any country artists that I could imagine. So he's my boy, and that song is great. And then this is the number one is I, I legitimately don't know how to say this motherfucker's name, but it, this was on every playlist that I had this summer. And it to me, when darties are a thing again, like when people can gather in a grungy backyard, you know, from noon to seven on a Saturday afternoon and all do keg stands, putting their mouth on the same tap handle. Like when, when that is back, this song is what I'm going to be blasting through the speakers as soon as I get the chance. It's called How I Want Ya, Y-A, not you, How I Want Ya. It's by Hudson, I'm assuming this is Thames or Thames, but it's T-H-A-M-E-S, Haley Steinfeld, who I know. But it is the Dawin, Dawin, Dawin remix, D-A-W-I-N. I'm not, I really don't know what his name is or her. It could be a her, uh, but it's the How I Want Ya Daywin remix. Um, interestingly, I, I, I'm going to tell you the three that, that are seven, eight, and nine, respectively, that I actually think represented my year better. Human by the Killers, which to me is like, I love Fantastic. Mr. Brightside. Like, don't get me wrong. Song. Yeah, like Mr. Brightside is a oh, great he, song, but is a great Human song. Is, is like, that is the 
like killer song to me. Like I love it so much. Um, and for whatever reason, Bernie Sanders used it in one of his hype videos. Um, and you were all checked. Yeah, it was, it was a great moment for me (laughs) when worlds collide. Um, uh, and then stunting on you, uh, Tyler, Tyler Yahweh and the baby, uh, was a great song. It came out late in the year. So the fact that it made it up there was pretty remarkable. I, I had that shit on repeat. Um, and then rockstar rockstar by, uh, the baby as well. So, Shout out Charlotte, uh, shout out the baby, uh, but yeah, very interesting that yeah, like so again, great uh, to go back to what I was saying earlier. Like your top five was clearly songs that you were listening to purposefully, whereas mine were just like it was just kind of happenstance that they got the most plays for me. Um, That's the cool thing about music. Yeah, yeah, it's that it it's so like it, you don't have to put it in a box. You literally don't have to put it in a box. It can go wherever you want, and it can mean whatever you want. It's true. Is there a way? Can we go to artists? Is there a way that we can do artists real quick? Yeah, um, I have my top artists. Okay, here. go go. You do yours, and I'll I'll find mine and screenshot it real quick. Um. So number five reminds me of home. Blink one eighty two. Huh. Just reminds me of home. Like, like we grew up when that was like that was the band growing up, right? Like, yeah. God, they were just yeah. they were so fucking good. Um, I remember the first time I heard feeling this. And it was like, I still have, I have that CD in my car, assuming my car's still here that somebody, didn't yeah. steal it. Um, but I have that back. CD, <laughs> I have that CD in my car. I love Blink-182. I really like their new stuff too, that the, the album California that came out, uh, just like maybe it was two years ago, three years ago. Um, you know, it, it, it kind of sounded like old Blink and it also had something new. Um, there's a few songs in that album that are just fucking fantastic. And I don't know. It just reminds me of home. It reminds me of Southern California. Yep. So Blink-182 is number five. Yep. Number four, Kenny Chesney. Huh. Kenny Chesney is my boy. Peg in the closet. My absolute boy. Um, great memories. I've, I don't want to brag, but like eight concerts, almost nine maybe. Um and a lot of them went with my mom and our friends and like family friends. And like we bond, like my mom loves Kenny. Yeah. She loves Kenny. She's got this. She, <laughs> I have this great picture. It's up on my Instagram still. It's a great picture uh, from, oh God, I don't know, a few years ago, in 2014, maybe. Um, I was in college, I think. Um, we went and saw Kenny at the Rose Bowl. Ooh. And. My mom had a, my mom and her friends got basically got a bunch of tickets and like, I was able to bring, I think like five friends. Like I, I had five, like five other tickets that I could use. Like I can invite friends yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, we went, we went super early cause obviously we're going to tailgate at the Rose bowl and, um, my mom and her friends were going to show up a little bit later. By the time they showed up, we were fucked up. I'm not like Austin. You've seen yeah. me drunk. I was, I was, fucking shirt off, headband, like fucked up. Yeah. Like yeah, it was like we were doing Dunkaroos. Yep, yep. We Say no were more. Say no more. doing That's... Dizzy Bat. Yep. We were do like we had been drinking all day, like to the point where we asked the adults coming saying, Hey, can you pick up more beer on the way in? Um, and there's a great picture of my mom and I, we took up, she was like, I want to take a picture. I want to take a picture. I'm three sheets to the wind shirtless. My shorts are completely wet. 
I'm wearing khaki shorts, khaki, khaki, like I think they're Vans. What are you wearing? Khakis. They're, they look dark khakis. They're not, they're just that wet because I was just doing Dunkaroos. <laughs> shirtless looking to the left yep. not even looking at the camera yeah. sunglasses on this stupid ass like fucking stupid ass grin i'm barely holding on to my corona down by my side and my mom is there so happy that she's with her son at this fucking concert because this is our bonding time and she's wearing a tank my mom's wearing a tank and a cowboy hat she's where oh she's awesome i love her um and she's wearing a tank that says uh uh, you with tequila makes me crazy. I think from from one of the songs. Yeah, I yeah, think it, yeah. it's her Kenny Chesney tank, <laughs> but it's on my Instagram. If you go and you scroll back enough, you can find it. Um, but it it was a magical time. So Kenny Chesney and we've been to many concerts, and she's seen me in a very inebriated state, and I'm never proud of it. But it's always a lot of fun. I love Kenny. Was supposed to go see Kenny this year in May down in Tampa Bay. Uh. And uh, what happened? Was, Did something happen this year? Something. I, I don't know. I just decided not. I didn't want to go. Um, so uh, RIP that concert. Uh, number three, Old Dominion. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, Revolution. Whoa. I mean, that fits you, though. That fits you. Big, yeah. big revolution, yeah. big iration, big soja guy. Yeah. Like I, I am kind of I, I'm very much into that yeah. genre of music. Yeah. Um, and then number one, and I, I hope to God I don't start crying again. But number one is uh, the holdup and the holdup. If you haven't heard uh, of Jesus them, they Christ. are very. What did you find the picture? Yeah, dude, you ripped. I was much younger than dude. I mean, oh my God. Much younger. I was like maybe 130 pounds. Maybe. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm aware. I'm aware. I don't look like that now. Well, I'm, I'm liking it. <laughs> I'm liking a picture from 2015 on your Instagram. So that's creepy. Okay. But, so it was 2015. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh my God. Um, okay. Sorry. I just go got ahead. the notification. I just got the <laughs> notification. <laughs> oh, man. I got it. You know what? I'm going to print that out. I'm going to post that on my bedroom wall and I'm just going to start <laughs> working out until I look like that again. Um, but the hold up small little band out of San Jose, California discovered them when I moved up to the Bay area for college. Um, and, uh, they just recently wrapped up. So Mike, who's their like lead singer and the band leader, he wants to go out and do something else under a different label. So they did a, a basically a farewell tour this year, but it was all live stream. Um, but, those listening to the hold up through college and then on on like still up until now um, was let's say I, I started listening to them in 2010 uh, so 2012 two years later was the same year that I got Charles huh so Charles and college and the hold up are all three things that I really associate together yeah and this year um, it was in it was the beginning of August that they did this final show. And it was Mike, a guitar, and a drummer. And he was going to do all these songs, all these hits. And it was a farewell show. The holdup was no more. He was going to go and do his own, a, a different thing. And it was the beginning of August. And I remember I bought the ticket because I was like, I'm absolutely watching this. And um, really trying hard not to cry again. <laughs> God damn it. Um, and this was kind of in, this was in August. So, uh, you know, Charles really wasn't in hindsight, Charles really wasn't doing well. Um, and he probably was in a lot of pain and he was probably, uh, 
you know, fighting through a lot. And I remember set up the laptop on the, on the dining room table, on the count on the, on the coffee table. And I sat down where I'm sitting right now. And Charles, Charles at that point needed help to get up on the couch. So he puts his paws up and he kind of gives me that look and we're about to watch this, this, this concert, pulled them up and we're sitting together. And I have this picture. I have this picture of the show and Charles in my lap and he's dead straight looking at, looking at the, uh, at the computer. I don't know why, but it's just, it, he, I mean, his move, his head's moving around, but I just got a perfect shot yeah. of him looking and we, and we got to listen to the songs from college again in a live set. I hadn't seen the hold up live since college. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just something about kind of full circle where the hold up was kind of was, was ending got to see it one more time and I got to do that with Charles who I associate so much of my great college days and a lot of the music that I associate to with Charles and the holdups one of them and uh you know I and back then obviously I didn't know like I had no clue what was going to happen just a couple weeks later um but it was one of those last kind of kind of moments and memories where it's like fuck man, he could never, ever take that away. And I, you know, you say what you want about dogs, not understanding things, but that dog fucking knew what was going on. And for us to share that moment and listen to those songs that I remember belting in that apartment in college where, where everyone's in smacked in the apartment, like, People are saying, what's up to Charles? He's like one years old, two years old at the time. You know, I got him and the girls would swoon yep, over him yep. and the guys would like want, like would take pictures there. I remember, I remember some of the guys from college that really like, that just loved, like one of them, his name was Sal and he fucking loved Charles. Uh, my buddy, Sean loved Charles. I have my buddy, Blake Crossman. He has this, I have a great picture of him holding up Charles and, uh, you know, and there were so many of other friends that, um, yeah, that knew Charles from college. And, and also I, I like remember vividly us being in that house, bumping the hold up, Charles running around us playing beer pong. And it just to be able to hear those songs one last time, yeah. um, live, uh, with him in our little apartment here in South Carolina, however many years later, um, was uh was very very special and so the hold up uh forever will hold a, a special place in my heart they're my number one artist that i listened to in 2020 i think a lot of it too was because i knew that they were like this is the last time we're ever going to get this kind of music yeah. from them um but uh yeah that moment was really special i didn't cry no you didn't, didn't cry i was I, close I also, but i didn't cry i i have to tell you because i i started chuckling because it's great because i'd never heard of them i looked them up on instagram and uh <laughs> The like the the official like the, their tag is or at at the hold up music which makes sense, but the little name that you can like edit says the hold up and in parentheses AKA Mike, <laughs> which yeah. that's funny. <laughs> that's <Yep>. Good. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a couple of great songs. One's called um, <laughs> one. It's it's not like it's 
not a great song, but it's called Drunk Texting. If any, if you, go listen to that. Drunk Texting is a great fucking song. Um, it's a pretty, it's a funny song. Um, the Drugs is another one that I absolutely love. And um, uh, Back Then is a is a great one back then uh has a great line in it where it's life is one big party and i love the one i'm at um but yeah just good feel good music uh they have a little bit they have some sad boy music too but uh <laughs> real, real real good uh real good music if you need something to bump with the boys uh check out the hold up um, but they also don't have any new music coming out ever again. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, but for somebody like me, it's all going to be new music, which that's exciting. There so, you go. Um, all right. So mine again are just kind of, it's a hodgepodge, but I love it. I love it. I uh, love it. I, love I it. also, I took a screenshot. It says he listened to 2,293 artists this year. Nice. That seems like a like an absorbent amount, though. I don't know where they're getting that number. Like, is it like if I listen to a song that has you know like three features, does that count as four? It has to, right? Because there's no way that I listen to it, a title. It must tracks. be like, however you stream. Like whenever you stream a new artist, yeah. But like that's two, what must count. Two thousand two hundred ninety three. Like I just feel like that's maybe if they're including podcasts like as different art i don't know i'll I'll do some research so um i don't know if you can hear that music in the background oh Um, that's not me hold on a second we're gonna have to cut this because of copyright stuff so i don't hold on a second i don't know what the fuck is going on um all right so my my top five are interesting enough i guess it does kind of give you a little like so my genres uh, i mentioned earlier that country was my number five my top four were rap pop rap pop and edm so like that's kind of like where i live right and then the country was the fifth so my number five was asap ferg um i, I mean there are very few days that go by that I don't listen to at least one ASAP Ferg song. Uh, that's my boy. That's That will always be my boy. I met him outside of uh, the Rave slash Eagles ballroom in Milwaukee. Um, and I met ASAP Yams too. And it was actually about a year before uh, Yams died. And I have this awesome picture with, with Yams because I was wearing a hat and he was wearing a Yankee hat. You always wear a Yankee hat. And I was like, hey, bro, I'll trade hats with you. And he was like, nah, son, you don't want this. I've, I've been wearing this every show on tour. It smells like shit. And I was like, nah, like, uh, like let's, <laughs> let's trade hats. And he was like, nah, son. And so anyway, shout out ASAP Yams. But ASAP Ferg is my number five. Number four is Kygo. So like, I'm not a huge Kygo fan, but in terms of songs that you're going to put on, again, like running playlists and workout playlists, like everything that he does is like a bop and steady and the, you know, like higher love and like that whole series that he did, like bringing back like, like the eighties disco classics, but like just putting them on, on like an EDM beat was awesome. So shout out Kygo number four, uh, number three, MGK. Um, part of it was his new album. Part of it though was, uh, like all of his old stuff that I still listen to. Um, like I still love like not, not even the album lace up the mixtape lace up that is now on Spotify. Um, there's a couple of his songs, a couple of mixtapes that, that he doesn't have the, 
um, the clearance to put them out, like to publish them, uh, that I still listen to, like in mixtape fashion. So shout out MGK, um, and also love the direction that he's headed in. Uh, shout out the pop punk powerhouse uh, playlist as well. So, dude, that album, then his new album is a banger after banger after banger, and it's not something I thought I would listen to, but like I'm all in. Yeah, well, and everything that he's done uh, with Youngblood has also been pretty freaking cool. Um, I wasn't a big Youngblood guy before all the collabs with MGK, but now I'm a huge Youngblood guy. So uh, shout out MGK for introducing me to a new artist that I enjoy as well. Um, Number two is Griffin. I don't know if you've ever heard of Griffin. Um, I have not. He is another EDM uh, producer. It's essentially like three songs uh like three songs of his that i listened to so fucking much that he became my number two most listened to artist of of the year um feel good which is with daya or daya i think it's daya though um okay so great song uh tie me down um but it's actually the steve aoki remix of the griffin song tie me down but it's great And then maybe one of my favorite songs of the year, it's somewhere within the top 25 of my like top hundred songs. It didn't crack the top 10, but, uh, heavenly father, uh, by Griffin. It is phenomenal. And I highly suggest everybody listen to it. Um, hashtag very much a free ad. Cause I, I love that song. Uh, and it was crazy. And then number one, um, this actually sucks. It's going to date when this was recorded, but it's okay. It's been exactly 365 years since Juice World died, and Juice World was my number one uh, artist of the year. Um, like between him and Kid Cudi, <clears throat> between him and Kid Cudi is like I think, um, like I think he's the new age Kid Cudi. Like where what I what I listened to Kid Cudi for in like the early 2010s, like when I was like a senior in high school into early years of college. It's like exactly what I listen to Juice World for now. So shout out Juice. Um, love that some of his stuff is being released posthumously um, so that we keep getting new stuff, like, you know, a, a, an entire new album, um, you know, like seven or eight singles that, you know, were his songs that were released, um, another handful of songs that he had features on. So it's, it's pretty cool that um, even after he, he left the world, uh, his, his stuff has been put out. So um that's a good one. I, I actually feel like the, the top five artist probably represents my year better than my top five songs. Pretty handled, nice. actually. So, New Kid Cudi coming out tomorrow. Yeah, dude, I'm excited. You're listening to this on, if you're listening to this on Thursday, uh, it comes out tomorrow. Man on the Moon 3, officially out tomorrow. Uh, I am fired the hell up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cannot wait. I... Yeah, I mean, and it looks like it's it's he's gonna do it in the same style as as Man on the uh, Moon one and two, where it's like broken up into segments, which is awesome. Yeah, he has yeah he has the different um, like a, a series yeah. going yeah. where it's I, the, I, I like looked the, it up. I actually tweeted about it like the uh, chapters a, few days, a couple within. days ago. Yeah, so like that was the, yeah. the like the dreams and nightmares piece and like Man on the Moon one, dude. I uh, I he I feel so. Like I, I feel so good about his progression. Like he, he put music out when he was in a terrible spot and then 
took time out that he needed, like, and kind of refound himself. And that's like, I'm, I'm hoping more for his sake than for my sake that, that this album is incredible because I know that people are stupid. And if it's, it doesn't live up to what the hype is, people are just going to shit on him again. And it's just not going to be good for anybody. So like, I hope for his sake that it's something that like people enjoy. I loved his interview. He did this interview years ago um, when people were asking like, well, are you ever going to do a man on the moon three? And he was like, y'all like when I did these songs, I was a kid. I was in a much different space. Like that's not who I am now. Maybe, maybe I can kind of put a bow on it, but right now where I'm at, that's not who I am anymore. I did music at that time. So hopefully, like you said, I, I think people, uh, well, I mean, you'll, they'll always nitpick anything, right? They'll always fucking tear shit apart. But I hope, I think people who are actual true Cuddy fans that realize that like he has progressed throughout and you can hear the difference in one and two, uh, hopefully they hear it in three. I'm very excited to see though, where he's at. I think the fact that he's doing it in still the stylistic format, uh, of the first two, um, where it's the chapters, it's what it's madness, the menace, heart of rose gold and powers. I just looked it up. Um, I'm very excited for that. He's I can't wait. Re, he's reunited uh, with his old producer. Yeah. I have very high hopes. Again, if you're listening to this on release date on Thursday, uh, Man on the Moon 3 from Kid Cudi, it's the finale of that Man on the Moon series, comes out tomorrow. That's Friday. Uh, if you're listening to this and Man on the Moon's already come out, why didn't, why didn't you listen to us on Thursday? What but the hell? If, anyway, if, if your reason is because you were listening to Man on the Moon before you listened to this episode, then it's okay. That's that's okay. Yes. If you have another bullshit reason, then that's bullshit and fix your life. That's all I'm saying. You know. <laughs> uh, in any case, I think we could all agree that music is just freaking fantastic, which gives us a perfect plug. Ooh. Oh, shit. Songs playlist Ooh. on Spotify. Go ahead and subscribe. Add whatever you want. If you want to add some of your rap, yes, yeah, add some of your rap to that. Uh, share your rap with us. Hit us up on Twitter at InnerBrucePod. Hit us up on Instagram at InnerBrucePod. Uh, Austin, we had a little bit of a roller coaster on this one. Yeah, this was good. I apologize though. for barely holding it together. <laughs> <laughs> that's dude, but that's I. I think, dude, I don't know. I think this time of year, just in general, is always weird, and I think that because COVID has been COVID, it makes this time of year even more like, I don't know. I'm not a huge holiday guy. Like I don't, I don't love the holidays for several reasons. Um, but I think it's just, it's, it, it, they lend themselves to being sentimental and looking back. Uh, and especially in a year like this, where I don't know, a lot of the years kind of run together, right? Like it's, it's a, it's a unique, Oh dude, it's it, yeah. Remember when Tiger King came out? Yes, dude, that was like 17 years ago. Dude, I tweeted I tweeted <laughs> earlier this week about Love Is Blind, and I realized like, oh my god, this was that at the was beginning forever of ever ago. Yeah, like I wonder what Mark and Jessica are up to. Um, you know, he's he's 24. He's 24. I wonder what they're doing. Uh, I know what Carol Baskin is doing. Um, you know, like letting her employees get mauled. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah but dude yeah it's it, i think i think this was a this was a fitting episode to do and and i'm excited we're we're gonna do uh some cool holiday episodes to wrap out the year here and um yeah so uh, i i know hunter said it earlier but i do just want to reiterate thank you to everybody who had us on your spotify wrapped uh pretty fucking cool especially considering that we've only been doing this for the past couple of months 
um, and seeing so many people that, you know, like they said, you know, like you've listened to 15 episodes and we had only had 15 episodes out uh, at the point or at the, that time. So like people are listening to every single episode and we're your number one most listened to podcast. Like, thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I, we're, we're going to keep going as long as people keep, uh, you know, seeming to enjoy it. Um, and you and I count as people. So even if it's just us that are enjoying it, we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> You, me, and your mother. And our intern. Um, and our intern, who got just <laughs> off the rails on the Twitter account lately. Um, yeah, so as Austin said, we got some really cool holiday episodes coming up for you. Um, next Monday, Monday coming up. Uh, again, if you're listening to this on Thursday, next Monday, after the weekend, Sam Fisher <laughs> is the interbrew and my god was that a fun episode to record that thing like we laughed so much Dude, my face legitimately hurt me like after we were done i was like my cheekbones hurt because we like i, I like i was smiling at the very least if not like heartily chuckling uh, the entire time the entire time she is a gem of a human being. We talked about uh, a lot of fun stuff. We got some serious talk in there too. Um, we were able to talk about uh, women in sports and, and how important it is to support that movement and keep keep being allies in that regard and, and all the cool shit that uh, women are doing at, at such a high level. And then we also talked about uh, times at Coastal and <laughs> at bars and blacking out at sushi restaurants uh, and, as, and and press cheese. We talked about <sighs> press cheese. So all that and more coming up on Monday. You don't want to miss that episode. Uh, and then the next two weeks going into the holidays, uh, Austin and I will hear you guys on each of those Mondays. So we will not have Thursday episodes we're going to have monday episodes it'll be austin and i coming at you uh and then we're just going to kind of take it easy over those last two weeks and then we'll be right back into it uh as we flip the calendar to 2021 uh it's been a fucking blast god this has been fun this has been so much fun highlight of an otherwise dreary year for sure absolutely like subscribe rate review all that jazz follow us on all the socials won't plug it anymore austin you have yourself a great weekend sir uh snapbackers y'all have yourselves a great weekend gonna listen to some man on the moon tomorrow fired up and probably and, all uh, weekend and probably all weekend absolutely and we're gonna hear you on monday adios